How's the bite? I'm Ken Root. Welcome back. Bob Urban is a busy man going back and forth to sports shows uh, this upcoming weekend. He's going to be in Des Moines. So at the moment of the show here on Friday, he is driving uh, southwest. And uh, are you enjoying beautiful weather continuing in Iowa? Yeah, Ken, it's been absolutely gorgeous this week. Uh, definitely above average temperatures, and we're seeing it all over uh, in the fishing realm. Anything from running out of minnows to guys getting their boats out that have never had it out in February to sports shows in, in 50, 60-degree weather. So um, something that we don't see at the end of February. Sometimes February can be pretty snowy and bitter cold. Well, it's an unusual year. I can never say, you know, this is the beginning of a new climatological uh, normal, because I don't think it is, but I do find it to be remarkable how warm it is this year, how short your ice fishing season was, but as soon as ice fishing ended, it looked like the river was uh, really an inviting place for people. How's the fishing right now? Yeah, Ken, it really is. Like I've been saying it the whole winter, uh, we're very fortunate to have the river this year and to, and to be able to transition right into walleye stalker, perch fishing, uh, spring pre-spawn bite is going on currently. Last week we talked, last week was was a little bit better of a bite. This week it's a complete grind out there for guys. Um, water temperature yesterday I went out, I've been fishing uh, quite a bit after work, uh, a few days off here before we get hot and heavy into our night crawler season, getting all the stores set up for that. But it's been it's been a grind. Again, you just got to bump them in the nose, light biting. Uh, water temperature has been rising now. We're surface water. I, I, I want to put emphasis on sur- surface water temp because fish are still pretty cold when you pull them up. But surface water is 38 degrees. Uh, yesterday when I let go and I, I actually last couple of days I just went perch fishing I was getting uh, sick and not catching the walleyes and saugers so this week was a little bit slower a lot of guys out though Wednesday I think we had 40 almost 50 boats out and ran out of minnows for the first time this year so that's always a good sign but boy it's it was a grind for fishing and you just you know I was telling people this week it was one keeper an hour is what you averaged depending on what huh. you did I actually took a celebrity out, too, this week, a couple of days ago, local celebrity. Who, who was that? Uh, his He changes his name often, uh, Catfish Moran. Oh, uh, I, we, I saw yeah, I saw that you had uh, a ring perch Moran with you. That's his twin brother, isn't it? Yep, yep. He's, he's definitely getting into the perch now. We're really spicing things up for him few of the places we fished, he's like, well, this is where I catfish in the summer. And I'm like, well, this is where we perch fish in the spring. Really getting outside of his box here. He was really stuck on those catfish, but we're getting him catching everything. Bob, I wanted to tell you a little later on, we're going to uh, talk about the Midwest Walleye Challenge. It is not the Iowa Walleye Challenge this year. It's been expanded hugely. And the good news for any fisherman who shied away from it, it can be free, and there's pretty darn good prizes as well. Bob, how is it as you uh, are getting ready for these sports shows? It's uh, it's your world. You got to make it here. Uh, you're you're fishing for something other than walleye. Uh, do you have everything ready to go for this weekend? No. 
it's just the sports shows, Ken, you just kind of bring stuff, uh, hope for the best. And, and, uh, we did bring some ice stuff along sometimes, sometimes that does sell and sometimes it doesn't, but we have, we have our system. We'll get her, we'll get her. It takes about eight hours to set up and two hours to tear down. That's what I always tell people. I heard that you have Charlie from Farley traveling with you. Is he in, is he incognito as well? Kind of like Al is. Yeah. He doesn't like talking on the radio. Charlie from Farley helps us with the sport shows and Charlie, how many times we were talking ice fishing early? How many times did you go ice fishing? Zero. He's a zero, Ken. He never even got out. There's several mm-hmm. zeros. I just saw an update on the Mississippi River uh, indicating that there is no area of the river that is impeding barge traffic, which is in its own way saying the river's up from what it was last uh, last year, especially last fall. Has the river rise given you any uh, positives on the fishing? Yeah, the rise isn't really, I mean, it's not really rising. I think we're, I, I don't even know where we're at, Ken, but it's, we're at a very healthy level for spring. I don't, I would never say the F word here on the podcast or for anybody that lives along flood, the river. Flood five, is the yeah, word, five, five, five letter F word. Uh, was fit for, uh, perch fishing up near the lock and dam, dam chamber, and they actually have the, the locks up and running. Um, it looks like they are going to start uh, doing that. They close the gates, pump the water in, make sure everything's working, and I think I think they're ready. Well, the shipping season you know, is based upon how much impediment there is due to ice, and there doesn't look like there's any at this point. And this warm weather goes into southern Canada. I want to talk about one other area with you. We have an interview I did uh, just yesterday with Jeff Kapaska, who is the biometrician for Iowa DNR and the guy that's headed up this walleye challenge going into its third year. And, Bob, they have really expanded it. It appears to be an Iowa, but their prototype now is going into its third year. And, you know, last year it got pretty good notoriety. And this year they are expanding this hugely. They're calling it the Midwest Walleye Challenge. And uh, it uh, takes in reporting from states from basically from St. Louis all the way to the provinces in the center of southern Canada. Bob, back this year again is the Walleye Challenge, and I have with me Jeff Kapaska, who is a biometrician with uh, Iowa DNR. He's worked with this project from the beginning. Jeff, this is year three, is that right? That is correct, and we are bigger and better than ever this year. How how are you bigger? We aren't just the Iowa Walleye Challenge. This is the Midwest Walleye Challenge. So we are incorporating events in 12 different states plus two provinces in Canada. That is a huge expansion. Were any of these people doing this earlier on in any kind of test, or did uh, did Iowa pave the way? Don't be modest. Iowa definitely paved the way. They saw what we were doing, and we proposed expanding it and including all of our Midwestern neighbors. And uh, everybody is having an event, and a few other states are um, engaging with the agencies and anglers uh, doing some cooperative things. So we've got five states 
where the agencies are involved as well as one Canadian province. And then the re remaining states and um, Manitoba are all allowing events to occur and allowing their anglers to participate. But they they are just kind of watching and seeing how things progress. Is this uh, still under the same rules where uh, you catch your fish, you take a picture of your fish, you upload your fish, but nobody except the people who handle that data know where you were? That is exactly correct, Secret spots stay secret. Um, I actually have given a couple of presentations where I show the anglers the information that I have and can illustrate to them that I have no idea the specifics of where they're catching fish, other than they might be in Pool 10 somewhere, mm -hmm. they might be on the Wapsi River somewhere, but I, I don't know at all where they are so geographically how far south do you go this time uh we are including kansas missouri and illinois so the mississippi river down to uh Same you know way. as far as the southern border of missouri but there's really not too much for walleye fishing down there mm -hmm. and then uh, we're also including east to ohio so pretty much the entire length of the ohio river is included in this. Wow. Well, for those people who are in this, uh, what I call a tri-state area where we are of pools 10 and 11 and uh, perhaps on north on the Mississippi, their participation was pretty good. But some people complain that uh, that was a fairly substantial fee they were paying. Are you able to uh, soften that a little bit that people want to enter this year? Most definitely. We heard that issue from folks. So we kind of have a two-tiered entry this time. We have a free entry, so anyone who wants to participate can do so. They just need to download the app and sign up for the free entry. They can then take the pictures of their fish and upload them, and every fish that they catch is the equivalent of a uh, raffle ticket. And it all goes into the grand prize drawing at the end. And that grand prize will be a week-long fishing trip to Canada. And then for those folks that uh, want to participate at the $25 entry fee level, we have numerous other prizes. So those folks are eligible for weekly cash prizes, um, prizes from St. Croix, Northwood Tackle, uh, Berkeley, and then we also have some specific um, grand prizes, another week-long trip to Canada for folks that are in the countries. And registering. Last year was on the MyCatch app. I put it on my phone. It's pretty easy to do. Same place this year? Same place. Absolutely all the same. And well, uh, since we're talking about some of this tri-state stuff, up in that corner we're talking about Illinois, Iowa, uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin. And if you're fishing, let's say you do the uh, free entry, you can sign up for any of the states. Or, for example, if, if you're doing the paid, you would want to sign up and pay for Iowa, Wisconsin, and Illinois, for example. That would be $75. But if you catch the biggest fish, say up on Pool 10, between Iowa and Wisconsin, you enter that fish one time via your phone, 
and you could win the biggest fish from both Iowa and Wisconsin with that one entry if you catch a really nice fish there on the Mississippi River. Hmm. Jeff, the data, how has it been so far, and what do you hope for on the, the quality of the data and the extent of it that you get? So we saw some really good information come in from the Mississippi River last year. And in addition to that, we had really fantastic information from uh, what I call the usual suspects, uh, Big Creek, Clear Lake, Spirit Lake, Brushy Creek, and Rathman. So those interior water bodies here in Iowa, we got some really quality information on, and we had gotten that the year before. So we're seeing some great results from those systems. We really expanded things in 2023 on the Mississippi River, and uh, we're able to do some nice comparative um, plots with data we collect in our standard sampling on the Mississippi and looking how that compares with what the anglers were showing us from their catches. So things are going well. The fact we incentivized catching the most fish directed some anglers back to particular bodies of water where they knew they could catch a lot of fish. So we had one angler that caught over 200 fish on Clear Lake, an angler that caught over 200 fish on Brushy Creek, an angler that caught over 200 fish on Rathbun, another one that caught well over 100 fish on Big Creek. So we're not going to do the most fish as a prize this year. We're, we're changing that up to most water bodies fish because we want to see what our populations look like at some other systems. And so we're just changing our incentive structure a little bit in that regard to see if that can spread out the effort and tell us some more about uh, other fisheries. I know you're a biometrician and not a biomagician, but how (laughs) far into the future do you think you'll have to collect data to actually tell if this slot length, this slot length on walleye that you have to throw back is working? So we've already got the data that's telling us that that slot limit up on 9, 10, 11 is just working phenomenally well. The uh, the fish populations in those systems have transitioned already and are really mirroring what we have seen in those lower pools that had the slot limit since, what, 2000 or 2003. Um, So things are really coming in line uh, that upper part of the river in Iowa and uh, what the anglers are seeing is what they had hoped for and what we had seen in those lower pools for the last number of years. Tell me again, when the tournament starts, where you need to go to get uh, registered. And uh, you've already told us there's either a free or a $25 or even a jackpot deal, but the primary things of where and when. So we are uh, starting this on March 30th. So we have moved this up a month. We're going to include that month of April. We heard from our anglers um, in the interior part of the state that they aren't able to include a lot of their catches, especially on the interior rivers, because that really heats up sooner. So we, uh, we moved this up to include April and, uh, 
I think the weekend prior to April 1st is, is March 30 and 31. So we wanted to include those dates as well. Uh, so we're going to go March 30 through June 30. And that is what's happening in what I call the Southern Belt of the Midwest. So Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and then South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, and Missouri are all starting on March 30. And then up north in uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan, Ontario, and Manitoba will all go May 1st, June 30th. And uh, you go to Angler's Atlas or MyCatch, just Google either of those, and um, you can find the Midwest Walleye Challenge. And it's, a, it's done on a state-by-state basis. So an Iowa angler is competing only against other Iowa anglers for that biggest fish award that we're going to hand out every two weeks or that biggest fish at the end of the event. And then the grand prizes are the ones that go all across the Midwest. So since that is basically a raffle ticket kind of system and a drawing for those grand prizes, then we're going to have Iowa, Illinois, et cetera. All those folks are eligible together. All the catches go into one common pool and we'll pull out that grand winner from uh, the bigger part of the contest. Jeff, that. it sounds ambitious uh, at the <laughs> least, and uh, I admire Iowa for coming up with this and for you to be able to promote it so much more broadly and to get people to buy in, and uh, And I, I hope that it goes well. It looks like it's just evolving very rapidly, so uh, the best to you. You won't have to worry about anything of, of what to do to stay busy for the next uh, four months. That is for sure. I uh, I generally don't have a problem with that, but I for sure won't uh, the next few months. <laughs> Jeff Kapaska, biometrician with Iowa DNR. Thank you very much, sir, for being with us. Absolutely. Cool. It's a cool new way to, to get data and surveys and not having a Creel guy sit out there all day like they used to, I think. Bob, I think it's most interesting that they're evolving with this uh, Midwest Walleye uh, Tournament running three months this time, and also that those people who went into a single body of water and just caught hundreds of fish, there's no credit for that anymore. You're not going to win anything for that. So now it's going to be more of a grand prize. It's going to be more of a uh, lottery, and you can register for free this year which I think will make a difference. I believe, Bob, there were several people last year who would have gotten into it, but they didn't want to pay that $25 entry fee. Uh, I heard it from the local level that guys are like, oh, what's the fee or whatever. But, I mean, it was cool to have the app and to have everything on. So some folks paid the $25, but definitely uh, a fee probably some folks neglected to get into the tournament just because of the fee. But with any tournament, there's a fee. Uh, But that would be great if there's no charge a lot i think we'll see a lot of a lot more people get into it well sports show this weekend people can find you at the 4-h building at the fairgrounds in des moines and uh, who's running the store and you got anything going there Ooh, miss ava is friday saturday sunday she'll be running that she has a list of stuff to get complete a lot of it has to do with our nursery side of it she's going to be helping us a lot this summer 
So she'll be busy at the store. I think we'll be busy at the store. A lot of guys getting the boats out, trying their luck at the walleye fishing. And it, it should be busy both ends. The sports show down in Des Moines is great. We're all the way on the east side of the wall, 4-H building. Our biggest deal, Ken, is the cups of plastic for the kids. Anybody that bass fishes, fishes plastic. It's $10 a cup. Fill the beer cup up as full as you can and, and uh, $10 a cup and we sell a lot of that and a lot of jigs, and we bring a lot of different stuff. Yeah, just the landing, but I can talk oh, yeah, about that's that. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. Um, Bob, what about the, uh, Jamie's barge? Uh, it looked like he's run some Facebook pictures that there were, from day to day, uh, a, a good number of people trying the barge. A lot of fishing, uh, some catching, as Jamie would Ken, we're looking for those temperatures to get around 40 degrees to really get that pre-spawn bite going. These fish are really, really cold yet. Um, they're really lethargic. Lock over by Jamie's barge is actually still in winter mode. They should probably get that changed around. That has to do with the uh, current over there, which allows fish to be in that those deeper holes by the fishing barge. So you're seeing some really nice fish caught, but those guys are grinding it out. The guys that are catching fish uh, doing pretty good over there. It's just going to get better. Uh, once March hits, Ken, we'll be we'll be in the smack and jig mode. Uh, last week, I only had two fish, like literally smack my jig, which which tells you the bite isn't the the greatest. It's a lighter bite, like we've been talking about for a couple of weeks. But yeah. they're doing they're doing good over there. Uh, people are asking. It's twenty dollars. They call the store, twenty dollars, seven a.m. to five p.m. You can go try your luck out there and uh, enjoy a day. It's it's been really nice weather. Well, I think we're in uncharted waters to play on where we are right now because uh, we don't know whether it's going to get colder or warmer. Uh, it looks like it's going to just continue to get warmer, and we'll see what happens as we go through you know, the last week of February and then all of March before traditionally we start warming up. Enjoy it. If it is a positive for you folks, be safe out there. Bob? You have a good weekend at the sports shows. Yeah, thanks, Ken. I appreciate it.